0: I Heart Radio. Hello, hello. Hey, Joseph. What is going on?
1: Not a whole lot. We got a pretty nice day today. It's gonna almost be seventy. So. Wow, that's pretty nice. (laughs)
0: Yeah, wow, that's 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 pretty damn pretty damn good. It's uh it's hot and muggy here. It's about uh I'd say about maybe ninety one (laughs) degrees.
1: Yeah. So,
0: um, Joseph, um, this is going to be a big one today. Uh, A a damn big event today. Uh, we got some uh comedy personalities. uh, Two of them actually scheduled for today. Uh, We have Brian Reitz uh, joining us here in about 10 minutes. Uh, He happens to reside in my home city of New York City. So, former New Yorker. Uh, Myself, I can relate to his great experience Uh, he's going to bring on the show. He's a stand-up comedian, and he's a host of his own show. So, we're going to dig into that on the first hour. And then the second hour... We're finally, finally, guys, uh, gonna have the return of Joan and Jane, the Therapy Twins. So that's gonna be a really, really uh, good show. So hope you're on board for uh, for this one, Joseph. It's gonna it's gonna be a funny, funny show.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. I'm ready.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're calling it the Mega Show today. So the Mega Show of comedians. But um, the show's poster we decide to go with today is. How cool is this? You know, so I think uh-huh. it fits the, uh, the poster very well.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure their verbal hilarity cannot match the response my face gets. Well, <laughs> I could tell as you, as far George. as laughter goes, you know, <laughs> we got to laugh yeah. on ourselves.
0: Yeah, I can, tell you, I can tell you, Joseph, I don't know what Brian's going to bring to the show in about another nine, ten minutes because I've never had him on the show. He is a comedian and he is a host of his own podcast, uh, which he goes into comedy and it looks like pol- political viewpoints. Uh, you know, I was kind of checking out his his profile on uh, LinkedIn or is that Link LinkedIn, right? Is that how you say it? LinkedIn.com?
1: LinkedIn.
0: LinkedIn, okay. That's why people look at me like a jackass sometimes because I can't pronounce it right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I was looking at his some of his profile. It looks like he is a comedian slash political uh podcast host, so I'm I'm saying that, you know, just by looking at his profile, it looks like he kind of goes off that platform. But I can vouch for the therapy twins because I've had them on the show, Joseph, and they are fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> That's you probably true. like the the therapy twins. I'm not sure, Brian, but I know you're going to like the therapy twins because they are very humorous.
1: Well, I could certainly use some therapy, so. Oh, really? <laughs> what
0: happened? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. The same old, same old. You know, it's Michigan. Weather's turning shitty. So, the usual, you know, what was that? Uh, sad, sun. Something, something, done. Something to deprivation. To whatever they call, you know, they call that sad when the you get you don't get enough sunlight. I forget. Oh, seasonal affective disorder. That's what the hell it's called.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear. You. We just had Brian join in on the show. I, I you know, and then he, he he stepped out. I guess he had seen the message. I told him to pop in around one ten. It's all right if he's early; he's early. It's it's okay. I, I usually like to carry the show for like you know five ten minutes, open it up before I uh-huh. bring somebody in, you know. But uh, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, Brian, if you looked at the message correctly, it said one ten, but it, it's okay, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's okay. Better better early than uh than late, right? Right,
1: Joseph. Yeah, we're like gymnasts. We're very flexible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See folks, Joseph can can vouch, you know, for himself here. I, I, I'm usually late on things, but I've I been trying lately.
1: <laughs> Let me yeah, know well, you know, when when you record there's a certain amount of leeway, so you know it's it I it, I can understand though, definitely wanting to record. Than the pressures of a live show. I, I have been on a few live podcasts. They can be fun, too, because I mean, you never know what's going to happen on a live podcast. And it's not like you're recording so that you can cut a bunch of stuff out. You don't do that. You're like you say, you know, uncut. Raw, and like i I, I joke with you on in Instagram, if it's raw, maybe you should stop rubbing it and put some ointment on it, but you know that's a whole other topic, <laughs>
0: yeah. oh boy, I'm telling you, whip out, I guess you
1: know I, I, gotta, oh, yeah. I, I gotta get my jokes in before the comedian comes on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, you know, uh, hopefully he gets back in here. Uh, Mackenzie, put that damn note out again. Uh, hopefully we didn't scare him off. You know, he, he is from New York, so hopefully he has a sense of humor. I mean, Jesus. I'm <laughs> from New York City, and I have a, a fucking sense of humor, but...
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, anyway. everybody's heard my lame humor over several episodes, so... But, you know, you, it even bad humor is good humor and you've got to keep a sense of humor as we've discussed several different times in this day and age of everything being so damn serious
0: yeah yeah i hear you but um yeah sorry about that i was just uh i i had to i had to mute myself real quick so i could uh usually joseph um you there bud
1: yeah i'm here Okay.
0: Yeah, usually if I have to talk more than like a, a minute, I'll mute myself real quick so I can talk to McKenzie. You know, because um, I had to, I had to make sure to tell him. You know, our ugh, where's my head at? <sighs> Sorry, Joseph. The coffee. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one o'clock in the afternoon and I, and I need some coffee. I haven't got it this morning.
3: <laughs>
0: usually when I talk to Mackenzie, I usually mute myself more than a minute to talk to her to, to discuss. Hey, you know, we had Brian in the show. Uh, he jumped in. We heard the ping. You know, usually, you know, there's a ping. You don't hear ah. the ping folks in, in the Spotify and the iHeartRadio final cut. But obviously uh you know Joseph and myself, we can hear the ping when when somebody comes in, but uh, the ping came in and then he 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 left, so hopefully, like I said, hopefully I didn't scare him off you know um uh I did promote the hell out of you buddy i i i wanna i wanna let you know that you know on your social media platform so uh hopefully man you don't uh you don't give me the big you know stiff and uh you know fuck you Michael, I'm not coming on the show today so <laughs> <laughs> if that's the yeah. case then it's okay uh joseph and i can get into something you know before yeah. uh, clock
1: <laughs> we, we we can add live until the therapy twins come on at two o'clock if need be and i, I did see you had a thing uh from sauce on uh, your instagram about the buffing stuff so we could always going to another hour of that stuff again. <laughs> yeah, hopefully
0: not. But, you know, uh, but by the way, uh, about the bus, the, 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 I thought that was funny as hell because um, Saslin actually took that picture and he sent that to me. And then Mackenzie and I threw like the little graphic, you know, on the side of the bus where it says the Sauce Express, you know, with his little <laughs> podcast logo. And I was like, I'm like, Soss, where where the hell did you get that? You know, where'd you take that that photo at? And he and he actually took that in Texas because obviously, uh, I I gotta I gotta do some catch up with you, Joseph, over the weekend. I had Sas on the show over the weekend and we were uh interviewing um some TikTok personalities. Uh by the way, uh Pink Sunshine decided to come back on. She had such a great time the first time with us um last week that. You know, she reached out to us over the weekend, and she's like, "When's your next show?" And I'm like, "Uh, "We're actually doing one this weekend." And she's like, "I need to be on the show because I had such a great time with you and Joseph, and I want to bring on another TikTok personality." So I'm like, "All right, great." So we brought on this guy. His name is uh, He Who Is Him. I think I got Mackenzie. Yeah, she's shaking her head. Okay, I got the right name. (laughs) His Joseph. His handle was like kind of off. He Who Is Him or Who His. I think it's who is I, or I don't know. I, I couldn't say it right, so I just I just called him Ed, because that's what he put down, you know, in the notations, you know, in the show. So Ed was on the show, and this guy didn't talk. So half the time, I'm like, is Ed still with us? Is he still alive?
1: <laughs> Unlike me, who you normally can't get to shut up.
0: Yeah, right? You know, you carry the show for, like, maybe 60% of the time, but it's all right. We love you, Joseph, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, But
1: yeah, that bus from uh, down there, I wish Sauce would have asked him specifically if it came from El Paso because that's a a big thing. I responded to that, that post. The Democrat mayor of El Paso has been sending illegals up to New York City for months and Eric Adams was quiet about it. But the minute Abbott Ducey or DeSantis do it. Oh my God, the feigned outrage! It's you know it, it. Please keep showing your hypocrisy on this issue, people. More and more people are waking up because even the left wing loon media like CNN and MSN- MSNBC, I call them MSNBC <laughs> have to cover it. They're covering it and they're exposing their hypocrisy. They're trying to spin it, of course, to the Democrats' favor, but all they're doing is exposing the hypocrisy.
0: Yeah, yeah, we we got into that over the weekend uh, with Pink Sunshine and and um and Ed. All right, sorry, Ed, I can't, I can't, uh, I can never get your handle name correctly on TikTok, but they're, apparently they're having the same issue in Canada, Joseph. So,
1: ah. Uh. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Oh, but uh, we got yeah. Brian back. Yeah,
0: yeah. How 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 are you doing, Brian? Um, uh, sorry about the uh. We, we seen you come in earlier, and uh, we we're just seeing the the notation from uh, Matchmaker FM. Uh, welcome to Savage Unfiltered, sir. How you doing? Doing
2: well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I realize I'm doing a little early, so. Uh,
0: it's all right it's all right we usually like to uh open up the show like you know five ten minutes into it before we bring a guest into you know to you know open up the show say how are you doing to the listeners and this and that uh brian this is my uh my panelists here that i uh usually have on the show on uh mondays and wednesdays this is the author of terror strikes coming to a city near you uh joseph m leonard
1: nice how you doing you. brian let ahead, me be let me start off and be that guy Okay, funny man, make me laugh, right? Like, how many times a day do you get that?
2: <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it's it's not quite on demand, but uh, yeah, you know, we'll we'll see how I do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, it's like being an author, like somebody walking up to me and saying, "Oh, okay, you're an author. Tell me a metaphor." You know, it's like, and I'll I'll be like, "Well, you know, metaphors are for amateurs." I'm beyond metaphors. I use meta-sixes. I'm bummed.
2: Well that was a metaphor for describing <laughs> comedians versus authors.
0: So so Brian um I I have to uh, say this one thing here. Uh first um you happen to reside in the city that I love. Uh, I was born and raised in Queens, New York. So a uh a former New York City man myself now residing in the sunshine state of florida um i gotta say uh love you buddy uh you know you come and you're living in the in in the probably the the best city in, in this country um well, can you tell was. us a little, what's that <laughs>
1: it wasn't until re- recently how many times have you been mugged this month already brian
2: um I actually so I've been here a little over four years and I have never been mugged I did for the first time uh in the last month I actually got spit on um so that that was a new experience for me um but yeah I would say that overall that that was a I would hope an exception but uh congrats to your either Mets or or not congrats to your Mets sorry about your Mets congrats to your Yankees if, if you're still a fan of them
0: oh I hate them both Brian I'm I'm a Boston Red Sox fan buddy <laughs>
2: All right. Well, I don't
0: know how that how that happened growing up in Queens. but Yeah. Yeah. I had to choose between the Yankees and the Mets. And I was like, you know what? Uh, They're both overrated teams. Uh, Well, yeah, I can't really say that. I mean, Boston's pretty overrated themselves, but I decided to go with Boston, you know. Uh,
2: uh, He
1: he was he he's odd. He welcomed being bullied. So he went with the Bosock, so he could be bullied more in New York.
0: <laughs> but uh, but Brian here, um, I see that uh, you do comedy. Uh, are you a stand-up comedian, or is that something that you're, you know, you just do as a passion?
2: Uh, I I'd say a little bit about like, that's something I, I kind of grapple with a little bit. Like I feel like when you say that you're a stand-up comedian, then there's a level of seriousness that you take yourself, which I guess you need to to succeed. But it's like I, I also I'll run uh a lot i run a lot of races i've done a few marathons but i don't want to call myself a runner because i feel like there's like a level of like self-importance that comes with that so i, I would say that i'm more serious than someone who does it as a passion but i wouldn't be like i'm giving up you know i'm not like crashing on couches running to open mic to open mic um you know i hope to one day do it well enough but yeah i don't know if that answers the question
0: so you're pretty much like an in-between type of guy then with with that
1: industry right
2: yeah, I'm kind of like uh, giving myself an out. So if it doesn't work out, I can be like, oh, see, I, wasn't, I didn't even care. But yeah, I want to do it.
1: Yeah, so you have a passion for it that's, And it's good that you're uh, at least attempting your passion. And, and like you said, you're, you're at least being realistic looking at it. And if it works, it works. And if it don't, that's OK. You at least went
2: for it. Yeah, because I, I did it a few times. I, I probably like. 10 to 15 times before COVID. And then I think, you know, back in like 2019, I just totally bombed and I didn't get on stage. And then, we, you know, we were second side, especially in New York. I think, Michael, you're in Florida. So a little, little different vibes here and there, I'm sure. Uh, but, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was, I was sitting around for a year and a half and I, I'm like, why am I even in this city? Uh, you know, it hit us hard. You know, we're, if you're going to be second side, you don't want to be stuck in a 400 square foot apartment. Uh, and then finally kind of forced myself back out over the last year and have really been enjoying it more.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, I can remember, man, like those small apartments in New York. I mean, my last apartment in New York City was like probably no bigger than an average hotel room. So I, I, I definitely understand the small apartments up there. Uh, tell us a little bit about this uh, this podcast here. I see you're a co-host of uh, How Cool Is This podcast?
2: Yeah, so it's a five-minute podcast. It, five minutes? Wow. Five okay. minutes only. Um, basically, anyone who has an idea, we invite them to send it in. Uh, It can be something they're working on, like, you know, if if you have the book that's coming out where we have, we've had authors talk about their books, um, or it's, you know, something they've never heard of or made, like uh, my now fiance, when we first started the show, came up with the idea for content printed on toilet paper called entertainment paper, like she doesn't know how to make toilet paper, but maybe someone would listen and be like, how cool is that? So anyway, people send in a 90 second elevator pitch, and then we talk about how cool it is.
0: Wow you know Brian I have to say man five five minutes is probably like the shortest podcast I, I I ever heard of I mean I know there's short podcasters out there you know we have uh the Hodge twins here in um, in Texas not too far from me they do like little 15 20 minute podcasts, but five minutes wow <laughs> it's short but uh yeah okay yeah
1: that's actually uh pretty good with today's Twitter attention span I think that's you you may have yourself a nice little niche there and like vlogs i mean you know vlogs you like to keep them 5 minutes 10 minutes 15 max because again twitter attention span these days is an issue so you like hello how you doing right to the point and we're done
2: yeah, that that was our thinking. Uh, I would say that it's been more challenging to grow an audience than we thought because I think people come to podcasts and they're like, "All right, I have an hour. I'm going to listen to a podcast." You know, maybe maybe we'll get the occasional person who will listen to twelve of our episodes instead. But um, usually, if someone has five minutes, they're like, "All right, I'm going to go on TikTok." Like, they're not like, "Oh, I'm going to go catch a quick how cool is this?"
0: Yeah, I would I would have to say. I mean, you know, I, I've been doing this now, you know, for. Going on the third season, and I can say, man, you know, you you have to develop content. If you don't have content on your show, you're you're losing your audience. You know, you have to you have to switch it up every now and then. I suggest you know that to the new people coming into the industry, switch it up, man. Stop talking about the same thing because if you're going to talk about the same thing, you're you're you know you're losing audience. You know, they're going to say, you know what, the hell with this show, we're just going to find something you know a little bit better.
1: Yeah, I've been reluctant to join TikTok. I finally did the other day because I know Michael kind of uses it to promote the show. So I went and put my book trailer. I got a video book trailer that lasts a minute. So I'm on TikTok, but I've only got one thing on there—it's my book trailer. But you could probably—I I, so how long can a TikTok video go? I know they now allow extended ones, but I don't know how extended extended means where you could probably put some imagery to your five-minute podcasts and post those on TikTok, couldn't you?
2: We could. I, I think I've avoided using TikTok. Um, I... I feel like i have a different reason every time but ultimately i think it's rooted in stubbornness where i didn't think it would work out and then i was like oh china or oh data collection or oh lip-syncing but really it was just now at this point it's like if i join tiktok now then i'm admitting that i was wrong and i don't want to do that oh
0: (laughs) yeah joseph um i i uh to to answer your question man it's like three minutes or something three minutes on they used to be like 15 second little little clips you know similar to like the original reels on instagram but now they they extended that time to like three minutes yeah, um, well,
1: but- it's like i said i i did finally break down enjoying tiktok and the way i see it with social media i i, I get into this argument all the time with you know somebody on gab or parlor or true social it's like they're i gotta be loyal to my one platform i why the hell would you limit your reach in that way? I'm on fourteen different social media platforms. Why would I want to limit my audience?
0: Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, go ahead, Brian. I, I was I was going to say something here. Well, one second, but yeah, I noticed that you uh, you don't have Instagram. You don't have Facebook. You kind of only limit yourself to um, to Twitter, and you know just the. Um, the website like how come why is that how come you don't uh how come you don't like doing uh facebook or instagram
2: uh, yeah i mean i would say at, at some level it's rooted in mental health another level is i just don't really trust zuckerberg um i, I, I feel like most people don't he's a, like a 12 percent favorability rating or something but i you know i felt like i was just wasting my energy um i'm still on linkedin because i think that's gonna be the last thing that anybody deletes like it's not the most exciting platform, but like at some point, you know, five years from now, you know, like you look at like, you know, 10, 20, 10 15 years ago, it was MySpace and everybody had it. And then they deleted it. Um, Facebook, young people are deleting it and whore, you know, whatever. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I think I, I used to be pretty involved in it professionally. I got kind of burnt out. I felt just miserable. You know, I, I would like go out to places. I'd go to a party I'd go to, uh, music festival, I go to just like travel anywhere, and I wouldn't be thinking about uh, like, oh, I'm going to enjoy myself. It was like, what content am I going to create? Or it was like, I was centralized around what I would do digitally and not in person. So I think I divested from those to just have a better sense of reality, which has worked. And then um, also, I, I don't really uh, respect the uh, founders of them. Twitter, I, I feel like that one's hard to quit because you just have to you know keep up with the news. But I would say that in doing so, it's really uh, hampered the audience growth. So that's the thing to, to your point is like, yeah, you you know, maybe you're, you're happier and more fulfilled, but uh, no, you're, you're not uh, really like growing your audience or making yourself accessible. Yeah. Just, I, I, don't I don't
1: know how much Time you spend there. Yeah. I mean, it can be bad for people's mental health if they spend too much time. Like I say, I'm on like 14 platforms. I have the Firefox browser that I have open just for all those tabs to be open. And I really don't pay a lot of attention to what other people are saying, except once in a while when to engage. But you're right. I mean, Twitter is, I mean, still where the biggest audience is. But the way I see it, like I said, I don't limit myself. I just don't spend a lot of time on them. And if I post on one, I then cut and paste to the other. Because that way, then you're reaching more people. You're reaching different audiences.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, I could see that, Joseph. I mean, th- I mean, this gentleman we're talking to right now. I mean, he has like, I see, he got like eight plus years, man, just in digital marketing. Um, is that something that you know you thought of doing? You know, when you were when you were younger, or is it had how, that come into play? Uh,
2: no, I mean, I, I'd say when I was eight I wanted to be a professional athlete I'd say by the time I was 18 I realized probably sooner than that I realized you know what I'm not not quite the the build for that so then I wanted to be a sports writer I went to journalism school Um, midway through journalism school kind of looked at the economic realities of being a journalist and I I was like all right well I know how to write I know how to tell stories so I got into like uh, the word you use content you know I feel like it's it kind of is a catch-all, but you know, it's like basically, you know, I know how to write, so I, I was working on blog posts, and then kind of built went into marketing from there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, they use that term content now very loosely. I, everything is content, right? Back in the day, I don't know how old you are, Brian. I mean, I'm I'm 40 years old, but in my day, you know, in the early 90s, uh, late 80s, when I grew up, uh, we we never called it content. We would always call it uh, material, you know, or. Uh, footage you you rarely hear of that anymore footage or material everything is content now whether it's audio content video content imagery Uh, so i mean i I get it today you know you have to stay relevant you know with this new term of content whether it's on social media or you know wherever you just you know decide to put that at Um, but this uh this podcast here, I want to get more into that, man, because, you, you know, you, five minutes of podcasting, uh, I know it's, it's short, but, um, you know, even with five minutes, do, do you see or do you struggle to see where, you know, I mean, five minutes, I can't really, oof. I mean, is, are you getting listeners with that or?
2: Uh, it's interesting. So, I mean, we have like a pretty stable listener base. Um, I wouldn't say it's like okay. the most listeners in the world by any means, but what's, what's interesting is cause it's five minutes. We'll see like random surges of, um, you know, like some days we'll have a, a suddenly like a, a random, like 60 listen, maybe not 60, probably like 20 listens or something where, you know, it's like clearly someone is just binging through them. Um, okay. Yeah. Which we were able to kind of parlay that into a sponsorship last year. Um, and then, you know, that, that lasted a couple months. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that it's it's interesting because it's like it's not necessarily the like w- when we started releasing episodes, we were we were thinking, oh, people release thirty minute, sixty minute episodes, so let's let's do five at a time. And then we were looking at it at the the listens, and then it, it would be that people would listen to the most recent episode and they wouldn't listen to the other four. So then, uh, using the data driven decision, we're like, hmm, we'll do what every other podcast is doing and release one episode at a time. And, and you know, I don't think it takes a rocket science figure rocket scientist to figure that out, but uh, you know, I think we learned that what everybody is doing is the right way to do it. Um, and, and so now we're doing just like an episode a week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, with five minutes, um, I have to say, uh, and Joseph probably will agree with me on this, Joseph, right? I mean, he may uh, fit into a category uh, of his own category just on Spotify. I mean, there's not very much uh, short podcasters out there. They, uh, very, very little. So that may be a good marketing strategy.
1: Yeah, there's something to be said, again, uh, to cr- ta- to try to create your own niche, and I'm going to repeat it again, today's Twitter attention span. <laughs> I mean, people, if you shorten short and sweet and to the point, it can be very good, but indeed, like you said, podcast-wise, people usually uh, do think in terms of wanting to set aside an hour, but again you've got a, a, a good plan to create yourself a little niche.
0: Yeah. So, um, so tell us a little bit more about yourself. Kind of quiet. Uh, usually we have guests that are like, just like, like you know, just talking, 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 talking. Usually I have to say, all right, we got to cut in there and, you know, <laughs> let's talk. But, uh, yeah, man, like tell us a little bit more about yourself. Like, like what, what else do you do besides the podcasting and then, you know, the in-between stand up comedy?
2: Yeah, so I, I do that. I watch a, a lot more football than I probably should. Um, I I work for a company called, I probably shouldn't say it since I'm not like an authorized spokesman or whatever, but I work for a company called YouGov. They do political polling and market research, and I do marketing for them. And then I have a dog. I uh, like, I think I mentioned, I like to go running, play a lot of intramural sports, and then just living in New York, a lot of interesting stuff going on, uh, whether I want it to be or not.
0: Yeah, I see the polling. Uh, you know, so you do polls, okay? So, what kind of polls are they? Are they political polls or?
2: Um, so I, I don't do the polling. I do marketing for them, but yeah, the the company does um, political polls. They do random stuff. Like they were in the news, I think last year, like May or so, May twenty twenty one, for some report that was like, "What type of animal do you think you could beat up?" And it was like seventy percent of men said they could beat up a goat, or I don't I don't remember exactly what. Um, <laughs> But you know, it's like all kinds of stuff. Basically, you know, yeah. political polling for relevance. You know, sometimes the interesting stuff gets a lot of news attention, um, and you know, kind of makes it less. Sad. I wouldn't say. Yeah, that's
1: a rather interesting poll. If you were to beat up an animal, what animal would you want to beat up? It's kind of like a Babylon B poll. <laughs> it <would> sounds like.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it does sound like Babylon B. Do you guys? I I mean are you guys like in a partnership with them or do you guys work with battle on B to, you know, to get some of that work out or no,
2: no. So um, you go or like it has a a big list of people who fill out surveys. So then just, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes when there isn't as much, you know, customer inventory or just, you know, if we're doing a little bit of marketing, we'll come up with kind of stuff like that. But yeah, this one said it was respondents were asked to choose which animal would win in a fight in a series of head to head matchups um and i think yeah six percent of americans thought they could beat up a grizzly bear in a fight
0: (laughs) Jeez, wow and i mean obviously i mean so how do you guys come up with these polls like that's that's my question are you Uh, getting them from like sources on the internet or or what
2: no i mean sometimes it's there's a you know brainstorm sometimes uh you know people that we have kind of data journalists who come up with questions and kind of come up with different stories uh you know sometimes they have their clients who want to ask questions and then yeah i'm just doing the the marketing for it and that more on the business side so not on not you know this this is probably more of a i would say general interest kind of thing so my plan would be more around stuff like um you know like 80% of people think this brand is a positive or like think positively about this brand and then kind of like getting that brand to see it and then, you know, work with us um, on various things that they need to know.
1: So do you get, uh, yeah, that kind of traditional uh, product surveying. So I would take it you get uh, firms that reach out to you to, to do that sort of polling for them then.
2: Yeah, that's that's essentially it, and it's like the company started in London twenty five years ago. It was the first company to use the internet to do polling, and then they were they were doing it. The name is YouGov, so it's you know originally for political polling. Um, oh yeah,
1: I recognize YouGov. Use them all the time. Yeah.
2: All right, there you go. Yeah, so they they um you know it's like they had the infrastructure for that, and then kind of built out the the business stuff from there.
0: Yeah, I think okay. I've seen some of that. Yeah, that's like you said. It's out of uh, you said it's out of London, right? Right, Brian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that yeah. company. Yeah, it's um, it's
2: familiar. Another I in a good way it, that means I'm doing my job. Maybe.
1: Yeah, another uh, internet-based one is SurveyMonkey. Monkey. A lot of people use them, and because uh, I, uh, I, I think SurveyMonkey tries to give an incentive for people to take all kinds of odd random online surveys uh, through points and giveaways and things of that nature. Whereas YouGov doesn't they're, uh, try to be more straight-laced in their approach of not trying to... Because it's kind of a fine line if you're bribing somebody to take a poll. It's not really... Well, anything internet... Poll-wise is not really a very scientific poll because anyone can surf in to take that, unless it's sent to purposeful, a targeted audience to be a scientific poll.
0: Yeah. Hey, Joseph, isn't that like a GoDaddy uh, type of company? That survey you said Survey SurveyMonkey, right?
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, mean, I have used them myself as part of the uh, Wayne 12th Congressional District Republican Committee after events to send out surveys. uh, You can do some, you know, short couple question surveys for free, but of course they want you to buy the service for more elaborate ones. But yes, not all that scientific, whereas YouGov does try to be I still think a little more scientific.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, and I I do marketing, so I don't know uh, all the methodology, but we have quite a few people on staff that um, kind of work through a lot of the, uh, you know, like the methodologies and and whatnot to make it scientific. And I'm sure there's some level of, um, I think, I wouldn't say incentive, but I, I, I think that, you know. It's it's very easy for people to not you know if you're doing an online poll you you're like oh I'm gonna go to my Twitter attention span to your point so um, you know getting getting people to complete the surveys and uh, I, I'm you know I can't can't speak to that but um, yeah and I, I will say too um, you know this probably isn't mine to say but I imagine wh- when is this episode releasing?
0: Uh, this episode is going to be releasing uh, later today actually so.
2: Okay, um, in, in which case, I won't say anything, but I would say in the coming week that you guys might have something that is very similar to SurveyMonkey.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I've, um, I've um, gotten into a, few, I've gone into a few polls, like you said, uh, yeah. that they, they start to get into too many questions. Once once you get asked a dozen quick questions, and especially if you're expecting an expanded response, i've dropped out of several polls on that it's like you know i i'm not gonna spend all day here answering.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh just to let you know uh one second joseph i was gonna get something in but it's all right buddy uh yeah it should be releasing like around like five or six brian because we got a um we got a guest coming up uh around two o'clock another guest so uh with with the editing and all that, because, uh, we put some editing in here, like really, really good editing for the final cut. So, uh, you should look out for around probably about six o'clock, right? Mackenzie? right? Six. Yeah. About six o'clock. So
2: cool. Yeah. No, I I, I listened to a few episodes when you invited me in and I I noticed that it was very well produced. So kudos to you. I guess it's McKenzie and you.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have other people here on the team. Uh, We have uh, a graphic uh, editor artist that does all our our promotions on social media. And I mean, we're slowly by slowly branching over to the other social medias. Um, As you as you said, with Facebook and Instagram, uh, I can relate to that, man. Uh, We get we get attacked every single day, you know, with, you know, misinformation shit and this and that. I mean, the only platform really that has been good to us to an extent is TikTok, which, you know, I like TikTok. I feel like it's more conservative. And um, Rumble, uh, I love Rumble. You know, Rumble doesn't really seem to, you know, shadow ban or that censor crap, which I can't stand, you know, because, I mean, we live in a, a digital age, right? Why, why can't we express ourselves? I, I want to get more into some of your polling, right? I, I find it interesting, you know, uh, as a person that's in that industry, uh, do you find yourself, you know, facing any type of backlash with this or? Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I think all the time, I think any, any time a poll shows something that people don't want to see, they, you know, they're immediately critical of it in the way that like in a sports game, if the ref makes a call and uh, then, you know, if it's against you, you're going to be upset. Um, I, I think from what I have heard, and again, I'm on the business side, not on the politics side, but um, it sounds like there's criticism that comes from both the left and the right. So if that's the case, usually that, that is good. Like, you know, if both sides think that you're biased against them, then that means that you're probably at some level more objective than, than not. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I think any, time that you're doing this, like, and like Joseph was saying, you know, it is online polling. So, uh, there's an element of like, who's the type of person to complete a poll? Um, you know, who's the, you know, who's doing this, what, how much, how accurate is it? Like bots, there's stuff that you have to kind of look into and consider. And I know that we have a team that does that because, um, if if we didn't, if you're a polling company and you put out wrong information, then nobody anywhere is going to want to work with you. So.
0: Oh know. yeah, yeah, I could agree. I could agree with that. Um, you know, you almost sound similar, Joseph. Doesn't he sound like that gentleman I had on from? Uh, uh, th- there was a gentleman that I had on from Chicago not too long ago. Uh, he has a media company up there, goes by the name of uh, RipViews.
2: <laughs> oh, you had Rip View. we had him on our podcast too. Um, oh, what's his name? Shoot, I feel bad. Uh, you know who
0: I'm talking about, yeah, right?
2: that's a great, great newsletter. I'm on it now.
0: Yeah, you guys are like, you guys can be cousins almost, because like this, some of the, the 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 wording. I mean, you guys are so similar in so many ways. You know the way you phrase things, but uh, that that's awesome, man. So when did you have him on his podcast? Um, uh, have you on there? I said that wrong. So, excuse me. I've been up since like 4 a.m. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Look
2: at uh, Joe Joe Ripper. Yeah. Um, yeah. he was on, I want to say about a month or two ago. Um, and yeah, it was, I mean, I don't want to spoil the episode, but we did think that his idea was cool. Uh, why, why
0: didn't you think his idea was cool?
2: We did. We did think it was cool. And, it, um, you know, oh, it, okay. because it, it was, a uh, one, he's, he built something that he thought didn't exist and that was needed. So it wasn't like he just like did this to make money. Not that making money isn't cool, but like when it, it's so, uh, so blatantly, doing something for the money that's uh, not traditionally not considered cool. So this is something that he, he's kind of doing as a service. And then too, it just, you know, he kind of calls out some bullshit, which that's, that's always cool too.
0: Yeah. He, uh, he's actually a, um, uh, he actually tried doing a podcast, but I don't know if it kind of made its headway. You know, there was like only two episodes I noticed, but um, he really didn't go any further with that because I, I, I told him, you know, even when I had him on the show, I was like, man, you you got a good idea. You know, you're you're a media group that doesn't favor the right, but doesn't favor the left. You're like right in the middle, and that's that's good. You know, uh, that shows a lot of potential. Uh, just this platform alone, the graphics he puts out on Instagram and Facebook, and you know, other platforms. Uh, has a lot of potential. I, I just understand why he doesn't want to do a podcast. But, you know, that's on him. But that's awesome, man. You, you know, you guys uh, reached out. Uh, I wanted to bring that rip views in because, like, you and him are very, very similar in, you know, so many different ways, you know, with the wording. Joseph, you still with us, buddy, or what, man? You taking a nap or what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think I probably should take a nap. I was up pretty early, too. <laughs> So why, so why that, are you guys
2: up so early today? It's a I guess it's a Monday. I, I'm off of work today, so maybe maybe it's a workday for you guys.
0: Yeah, I'm usually up early on Mondays. I mean, you know, Mackenzie and I, we I, I get up around four. She gets up around five. Uh, you know, and we start putting out the uh, the graphics. You know, for the shows and the posters and stuff. I'm a poster guy. I love promoting. You know, different different episodes and everything else, which I've learned very very early. You know, I have a journalism degree and broadcasting degree myself. And I've learned very, very early in this industry before podcasting was podcasting. You know, I worked for several, two, actually, two radio companies back in the day in New York City, a college uh, radio station right out of uh, Manhattan Tech, uh, which don't exist anymore. And there was another broadcasting uh, on air radio that I did, uh, basically, kind of just uh, the fill in, you know, every now and then. Uh, in downtown Boston, another college station that doesn't exist anymore. You know, that's when you know you had your terrestrial radio back then. And I learned a long time ago: if you need to promote something to get the word out, you have to promote it like it's you know like it's going out of style. And that's what I do. You know, I I wake up early in the morning. I get the uh, the posters out for the episodes, the graphics, the you know, I check out what's you know trending on the internet with different things, political viewpoints, sports, everything. So, uh, at first, we started off as a political podcast, but then we kind of branched out to other things. You know, so I I think that's what makes you successful. You know, you know what I mean, Brian?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd say politics is kind of interwoven into everything. Like if you're if you take that lens on everything, it can kind of get exhausting for people. But at the same time, even something that's seemingly innocuous like TikTok. You know there is an element of geopolitical uh, tension there with um, you know regulations around data privacy. like you, you know you can kind of ebb and flow between both of them in a way that I, I feel like I from what I listened that you do pretty well.
1: Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, politics kind of intrudes on everything these days. It's you know, I, I turned sixty this year. It's, it wasn't that bad 20, 30 years ago. I mean, politics were there, but they didn't encroach on everything. And today it seems everything. We have an episode yeah. of movies and a degree of politics, of course, encroaches on movies nowadays with all the wokeism that is intruding into movies and everything. So, yeah, it, it, it's in everything, and you've got to try to step back every once in a while to have something different, to not be monotone and monotonous and a one trick pony.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, Joseph, did you forget to hang up the phone again, buddy?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I got it off to the side and covered, but yeah, you can oh, still hear the day down thing. Of course, you know, get no call hours before the show or hours after the show but when you when we try to record of course somebody's got to decide to call <laughs>
4: yeah
0: it's, it's all right yeah brian uh joseph uh joins me here from uh from detroit michigan so uh i love to have him here in florida it makes it easier but you know he he does live in detroit so it's all right joseph just put a, a freaking towel over it or something you know <laughs>
2: i thought it was a live caller you know we said something provocative and we we had somebody he's like hey i gotta i gotta speak out on that
1: (laughs) yeah i do i cover it with a towel because for some reason the volume control on the phone won't work i've tried turning off the ringer or turning down the ringer it don't work
0: (laughs) yeah but uh but uh, yeah, uh, Brian, uh, we're going we're gonna to close it up here with you shortly here, uh, buddy. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention? You know, something I may have forgot to ask or, you know, something about you or if anything you want to bring into the show, man, the floor is yours.
2: No, I mean, all right. So I, I would say that by proxy of living in New York, I lean more left than right. I think I'm, I'm from Texas originally. I went to school in Missouri. So I definitely, I would say more so than a lot of people in New York. Uh, Have I would say a better perspective, Um, but um, I want I want to pose a question for you um, because I think both of you are kind of more more right. Um, I I haven't developed this uh, comedy bit yet, but I've been working on something about um, guns and auto insurance. Where um, I feel like a lot of the maybe I think I just like turned it from one to like fifty really quick, but um, a lot of the like mass shootings are usually like early twenties guys, and I feel like auto insurance you're not allowed to you know it's like three times more expensive for young men to get than yeah for others so like it i think the bit that i want to work through is isn't like a oh men shouldn't be able to get guns it's like uh you know let them drive like the thinking being like it's kind of crazy that their risk profile is so high that they're legally allowed to charge more money for them but also like at some level like the problem is that like yeah young men have like high i don't know anyway that's just a- yeah. It almost
0: sounds like you know, Brian. It almost sounds like a mashup of uh, between a uh, progressive and a, a Ted Nugent commercial. But.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know, Joseph. You you got any comment on that, buddy? I'll leave that to you. That's more your avenue, man.
1: I, uh, no, I'm I, I kind of baffled as to how a routine involving the two of those would work, but. If you can get it to work, it could be funny. Wow. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, so, Brian, I mean, uh, how,
3: how
0: do you want, you want to present, present this? Uh, I don't, don't know where you're, you're going, going with this, but do, do you want to present it in like a commercial or uh, like where are you going with this right here? Uh,
2: no, I mean, I think it would just be a stand-up comedy bit. Um, you know, I I personally, you know, hard stance here. I think mass shootings are bad. So, okay. Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. you know that's kind of a joke but not, not that I think that, that like, you know, obviously everybody thinks that, um, Yeah. but I think yeah. it's either a, it's like, um, you know, I think, I don't think ever in, in America, is there going to be a point where um, guns are not, you know, if you're, uh, if you're under the age of 25, that you're not allowed to buy a gun, like that's, that's never going to happen. It's not even worth proposing. Um, but I do, I do think it's worth examining. Like, I think ultimately what I want to get to that is like, why are, why is there such a similar profile on all of these people who are committing these crimes? And what what can we do about
1: that? Yeah, it's a human human nature, a psychology, uh, uh, thought kind of uh, angle there, and I, I can understand that. And again, you, you kind of got us to politics again now, though. But uh, if if you eliminate guns, it doesn't eliminate the murders because I have a London, Ontario, uh, London, England chapter in terror strikes coming soon to a city near you. It's like They are honor. They're they're worshiping Jack the Ripper there now because they have such heavy gun control. There are mass stabbings like crazy over there. So you're not really eliminating the crime. You're just redirecting it to a different method.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, sorry about that, guys. I I lost connection here for a minute. I I don't know what the hell happened. But um, what I was going to say, Brian, is if you're going to bring that into your act, man, uh, good luck with that. Because uh, another (laughs) why I say that is good luck with that. Because, you know, obviously we live in a sensitive society today. And um, you may get some laughs and you may get like, you know, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Like, why would he say that, you know? So.
1: Yeah, the political correctness garbage going on. I call it pathetical corruptness, right? I mean, I, with the woke crowd getting offended by everything, you would get some of those, how dare you try to make that a joke, kind of scary.
0: Especially living in New York, yeah, especially living in New York City, you know, liberal New York City. I mean, you know, obviously uh, Mayor uh, Eric Adams wouldn't appreciate that. But, you know. It is what it is,
1: right? Like good comedians, or at least it used to be, good comedians take on serious subject matter and try to deal with it in a way, you know, to through laugh, deal with seriousness. I mean, yeah. Dave Chappelle, I, I love Dave, you know, he's pretty much a leftist, but he's good, you know. Uh, Dennis Miller, Used to be an ultra leftist. He does conservative humor mostly now, too.
3: Yeah, though.
1: Uh, but yeah, I, you know, the best comedians deal with serious subject matter in a way that can be broached uh, to get past people's defenses. And otherwise, you can't have a serious discussion with.
0: Them. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree.
2: Like, I feel like a lot of uh, comedy right now is like, it's it's more making a point than making a joke. And I don't want to do that, but I also, there's like a level of like inauthenticness if you just like go up and like tell a knock-knock joke or something like, it's like what, you know, there's like the politics interwoven with it. Like you were mentioning, it's interwoven with everything. So I think I'm, I'm trying to navigate that, like, you know, have yeah. a point of view, but also like, you don't want to be too, uh, you know, no, no one is there for preachiness. They're there, they're there for a, a uh, you know, an, an escape almost.
1: You're right, the converse yeah. is true. Like all the late night show hosts now, it's like, knock, knock, who's there? Trump, Trump who? Trump hook you know, you're, you're, you're not saying. trying to be funny, you're just being political, and in so doing, your jokes are just garbage, and that's why the late night show hosts, uh, all the talk shows, ratings are falling through the floor, except for like Gutfeld on Fox. Um you know, because he, he's a funnier than all of them put together these days.
0: Well, Joseph, you got to start somewhere, man. You know, like I mean, all the greats—they they sucked when they first started out, but you got to start somewhere. Um, I got a uh, Brian. I wish I had some more time, but um, I, I I have like ten minutes here before I got to bring on the the next guest here, buddy. Um, some of your material, I, I know you're on Twitter. Uh, is there any other platforms uh, that you know some of my listeners can find you at, man?
2: I uh, just. You know, check out the podcast. How cool is this? Wherever you're listening to this, we're we're there. Uh, only five minutes. You can listen to that and then get back to the next episode of Savage Unfiltered. Um, thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate. And um, obviously, you know, they they can find you on Spotify. Uh, are you are you on iHeart yet, or are are you just on Spotify?
2: We're I think wherever where podcasts are, except for like Luminary, which not. I don't know how many people. Are, if you're listening on Luminary, I'm sorry, and we can't help you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, uh, Brian, I agree with you. I'm not even on fucking Luminary. I, I hate that fucking that. That's a shitty ass platform. But, buddy, thanks very much for joining uh, Savage Unfiltered, and uh, good luck with your future endeavors, man. I wish you the best of luck, man.
2: You too. Take care.
0: All right, buddy. All right, All right Joseph. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, he 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 seemed fresh, man. I don't I don't know, man. It, were you getting that vibe?
1: Yeah, well, we sure didn't get into a whole lot of humor. We ended up being a lot more serious than I, I was. I, you know, I was trying
0: to give him the floor. Did you did, did you did you notice I I was trying to give him the floor a little bit? Like I I, I I'm like, all right, this guy's a comedian. You know, let, let me give him the floor a little bit. Let let me see. You know, where his background is. But obviously, you know, he wasn't lying, Joseph. He does this in between. He's not a you know, uh, you know, right. you're, your stand-up comedian that you would see on a Saturday or Sunday, Friday night. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Like, uh, like since I mentioned Gutfeld, like Gutfeld has uh, uh, Joe DeVito or Tom Shalhoub or I, I forget the other ones that, I mean, that do it for a living. So they're, they know ahead and prepare and, are ready to interject a, a couple of jokes here and there the whole time. But like you like you said, you could tell he's just kind of dabbling. So he's not, I, I think he's more a prepare comic, whereas if he's going to do a show, he's got a skit together, but he's not very improvisational off the cuff.
0: Yeah, you know he almost, you know I I know he's gonna listen to this, you know, and I I, I hate to say it, but I'm I'm gonna speak the truth here, uh, Joseph. Uh, he almost sounds like me, man, like three years ago when I first started this shit.
3: <laughs>
1: you know,
0: <laughs> we, we all have to start somewhere. We all have to start somewhere. I, I, I <laughs> but you know, it, it. Listen, listen. I've learned a long time ago. Like there was a big gap uh, between you know my radio. On-air radio like 20-something years ago uh, to three years ago. Uh, I left radio at the age of like 26. I didn't get back into, you know, this modern version of radio. Now we call it podcasting until, you know, like just three years ago when I was like 36 going on to 37. There was like a 10, almost 11-year gap. So I had to re like redevelop my wording. I had to redevelop my personality. Yeah. Air, it, it takes a lot, Joseph, but, you know, I've learned this a long time ago. You know, scripted wording on any type of, uh, you know, on-air radio or podcasting, uh, people are just not going to want to listen to you. I'm not yeah. trying to be mean, but, the, you know, scripted material, like, it almost sounds like you're a robot. It sounds like you're an AI type of person. So if you're going to be, like, reading, like, say I'm reading a piece of paper, you know, uh, I'm going to read something I have right here. Um, it's just something, just example here. Um, supervisor of elections, Bouvard County. Do you, do you know how scripted that sounds?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, no, mean, I agree. Like, You've yeah. got to be able to be a bit more improvisational and be able to handle things off the cuff and able to pivot quick. And yeah, like you said, you know that comes over time. But I gotta say, regarding you, if you're this bad now, I hate to imagine how horrible you were 20 years ago. That's a oh, joke. It sucks. That's a, joke. Suck. It's yeah. just a joke. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. For all my, you know, for all my snowflake liberals out there that tune in, because we get some snowflake liberals on here. Fucking show it's terrible but it is what it is you can't really block them out <clears throat> i don't want to block the snowflake liberals i love my snowflake liberals i wish i had some more of them you know uh mckenzie can we order some snowflake liberals on amazon
1: well yeah it was just a joke you know we we tease each other You gotta throw in some lightheartedness here and there like i've said many a time on this show with all the seriousness going on around the world these days and like, you know, the seriousness of my book, there's even a comic relief chapter in there. You've got to try to have a sense of humor.
0: Well, hopefully the therapy twins that are coming on in the next five minutes, they can bring some more fucking humor. Cause this guy felt like I was going to hang myself. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Anyway, it's true. I mean, I was like,
1: Womp womp womp,
0: you know, like that, you know. <laughs> Remember those old- <laughs> back in the day, you know. I just, I mean, I don't know, Joseph. Am I being too mean? I, I know you said uh, Mike can be mean. Remember that show we did? Uh, what was it last? <laughs> week? Yeah, oh.
4: I
1: did say that. I was, I, which again was a joke too. I was, it was with Pink Sunshine, right? I said, yeah. "Boy, next year. You should be nervous because Mike can be mean, right? Again, it was a joke. It was just some lighthearted banter to try to lighten the mood and, you know, try to ease her tension a little.
0: But, you know, Joseph, the reason why I'm saying this on air is because, you know, I'm not being an asshole to Brian. I'm trying to hype him up. You know, folks, I'm doing this to hype people up. I've learned this a long time ago. You know in order to be successful, you gotta heighten up the mood, you gotta heighten up the environment, right? Get some, uh, get some daiquiris in there. Let's get some craziness, make some bad decisions, hopefully, go wild. Wait, Mackenzie, I just didn't I just like label like a uh, who the hell fucking said that? That was from a movie. Oh, Vince Vaughn, right? Remember Vince Vaughn? He said <laughs> he always used to say those words, but anyways,
1: yeah, and if the, the listeners of Savage Unfilter no one thing, is that Michael's full of shit. I mean hype, hype. You're full of hype.
2: I was but full of shit about another that. Joke, another, another
1: joke, another joke.
0: Joseph, I did have to take a mean shit like an hour ago, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Joseph, I had the, the most like delicious, uh, uh, bagels this morning. They were like everything. Everything bagels. You know, they had the onion, the garlic, the the poppy seeds. Uh, which I'm told don't eat a lot of poppy seeds, guys, uh, right before a drug test because it's it's automatically a failure. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, you will fail a drug test eating a lot of poppy seed bagels. I've learned that a long time ago in New York City. Oh my God, Joseph, I had like a cup of coffee and and a and a poppy seed bagel like 20 years ago. I went in for a drug test and I fucking failed it. Was terrible oh my god
1: uh, i've never been at a job that did uh drug testing but uh nowadays uh, i would imagine there's probably more firms no matter what you they do for a living or produce or whatever with the recreational pot in so many states now that they probably feel they have to do them which they do, do still of course have a right to uh, because it is still a federally uh, regulated or deemed illegal federally substance. Oh. Wait, get the hell out
0: of here! You never, you, you never had
1: to take a drug test ever before. No, nope. nope, never had to take one in my life.
0: <laughs> wow, damn, you lucked out! I had to take like twenty of them in my lifetime.
1: <laughs>
0: I must be something. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah,
1: well you've got that druggy look. I think that's all it was. <laughs> right.
0: Oh fuck you, Joseph, you sons of bitches, you yeah. anyway.
1: You look like Shaggy from the the mystery gang.
0: <laughs> you know, you're quoting the show I did earlier this weekend with uh with Pink Sunshine and uh no not Pink Sunshine, Mackenzie. Enlighten me. It wasn't with it was with Sash, right? Yeah, we did the the fucking uh Velma is a lesbian now. Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. but, but was,
1: up. we pretty much all knew it, but now they've got to make it official, I mean, give me a break, more yeah. pandering to, you know, there's what, 8 billion people on the planet, but they want to pander to under 1 million people, I mean, it it's uh, just unbelievable, unfathomable. Hey,
0: Joe. Joseph, hold that thought. Uh, I'm going to try to get this in before the therapy twins come in. Um, guys, I got an announcement here I got to make uh, relating to some of our material that we're talking about today. Guys, I'm going to be uh, uh, doing a stand-up. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm getting back to stand-up, something I don't really discuss in the show a lot. Uh, I used to do stand-up in between, uh, like I was like 19, 20 years old. I used to do it a lot in Boston and New York, and I kind of fell off that. Uh, into it and see how it goes but um november um the 5th which is the first saturday of november i'm gonna be doing this show uh called the comedy cosmic show in melbourne florida uh you guys want to get over there Uh, i'm told that you know the seats are gonna go quick it's a short little small little venue i think they only normally hold like about 20 or 25 seats It's small i mean it's probably like the size of a fucking banquet hall or something but anyway uh Head over to Melbourne, Florida, guys. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be doing the Comedy Cosmic show November 5th. It is the first Saturday of November. Uh, there's going to be some amateur comedians there, some medium wig type of comedians, uh, local and statewide. I think there's about like 10 or 15 comedians. They're short little skits, guys, maybe like 10 or 15 minute sets. Very, very short, almost like a you know uh, an improv type of club. But I highly suggest you guys uh, head over there. Back to the show here. Uh, Guys, we're going to have Therapy Twins joining us here momentarily. Uh, Did you get that invite out there, Mackenzie? Thank you very much. You're such a sweetheart today. You look very beautiful, by the way. just wanted to let you know that. She is, Joseph. She's always looking.
1: Yeah, we've got to go back to video so you can show her on camera. You know, that'll help the rating
0: yeah yeah, yeah. She, she'll she, she's gonna show herself you know she's very shy but uh she's she's very beautiful she's got like curly hair today with like uh you know like the the 1970s curl oh god i gotta stop i'm gonna get myself uh excited on the show and i don't want to do that
1: anyway. <laughs> but, uh, just for the record because i'm sure people are curious who was calling because i'm involved heavily in politics here in michigan so i'm usually getting a bunch of calls for people looking for yard signs for Tudor Dixon or any number of our Republican candidates. But I've got a dental cleaning appointment Thursday. So I just looked up in my call log. It was my dentist calling, apparently, reminding me of my appointment Thursday, even though I haven't checked the message yet. But I have to screen all my calls. I've got software that I can block people because I get death threats. Due to my political involvement and now with the book, so but yeah, that's that's what the rude interruption was—the damn dentist again trying to reconfirm my appointment for the tenth damn time. I told you I'm coming. Shut the hell up. I'll see you Thursday. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ, leave, leave Joseph alone for Christ's sakes! My God, <laughs> he's a busy man. He's writing books. He's signing autographs. And he's kissing babies. Well, that was a joke. I don't know about the last part. (laughs) Anyways, Uh, um, Mackenzie's telling me, what is going on now with the therapy twins? If you usually open it up in your browser, it works. Tell them that. For Christ's sakes. Doesn't anybody know how to operate a fucking iPhone these days? Jesus. Anyways, uh, Joseph McKenzie's telling me that uh, the Therapy Twins are saying that it's not working. They're trying to open up the uh, the link to the recording. So I, I told them, I said, it never works because obviously it, it doesn't recognize it. You need to have the app. If you have like the, the Anchor FM app, which is the guest link, it goes right into it right away. But if you don't have the app, you have to open it on the web browser. So yeah, I told that- her... I was,
1: That's how I interact with you, right? I don't have the app. I don't want the app. I don't use the app. I I interact on a laptop. But you're right. Maybe they're using a phone and the phone is expecting to see the app. Therefore, it won't work.
2: Yeah. Yeah. uh,
0: Yeah. 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 It's, you know, everybody uses a phone now these days. I, I don't even think anybody, you know. Back in the day, we used to carry. Um, well, I used to do it. I used to carry a tablet with me, and people are like, "Mike, why the hell are you carrying a fucking tablet all over the place?" Because That's, it's easy, it's convenient. Like it, yeah. the fucking thing was like ten inches, you know. But
1: yeah, I can't. I can't stand the small screen. I still pretty much just use my phone, my smartphone, for a phone for texting or. For my GPS, because I don't have GPS in my car. But beyond that, I I don't have a a boatload of apps like people do. I I do all my social media through my laptop. So I got a nice size screen, full size, you know, a 14 inch screen for the browser, not trying to strain my eyeballs to read all that small print on that stupid small screen. I don't know how people do it. Their eyes are going to be toast in, in no time.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, I, you know, I, um, so, Mackenzie, what's going on with therapy twins? Hold on, Joseph, one second. I get it.
1: All right. Yeah, 20, 30 years from now, everybody's going to be, oh, they're coming in now. 20, 30 years from now, everybody's right. going to have them big, thick Coke bottle, uh, lens-type glasses, because they destroyed their eyes on the small screens all day long.
0: I hear you. I hear you. Hold on, Joseph. Let me uh, let me introduce you to the therapy twins. A humorous set of women. I've had them on before on this show. I think you're in for a treat. Thank God you're on the show, uh, Joan and Jane. We had a a, a gentleman before you by the name of Brian that left me and Joseph like ready for, uh, you know, uh, (laughs) a tree or something. (laughs) My God.
3: A, a quick and easy death. Yes. Very. Yeah. Well known. Well known.
0: So, uh, Joan and Jane, this is my panelist here. Um, I have him on my show now on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, he is the author of a political book, uh, a very, very, very good book, uh, on Amazon, which is doing phenomenal. Uh, Joseph M Leonard, the author of terror strikes coming to a city near you. On the show today,
1: yay, Joan and Dane I'm I'm gonna do the same with you, like I did uh, Brian, who is trying out comedy. But you, you could tell he's still in his early years. So, uh, like I said to him, so you think you're funny, eh? Make me laugh, right? How many times a day do you get that,
0: uh, ladies? Are you there?
1: Uh-oh, did we lose them? It says they're connected, but.
0: Yeah, well, they, they might have uh, their audio or something down. Uh, ladies, you have to turn the audio up. Yes, that's the little button. Are
1: you there? A
3: second, Give us a second. Did you hear us? Now uh, we now can. We can hear yeah. oh okay we can- hi there oh sorry about that you didn't hear the response no, I never get that ever notice you, not- you not- notice she says no, I never get that. that she didn't say we because it's well known that Jane the uh, partner the uh, wingman over here <laughs> um I don't ever get it. hey, she can bore you to death. I sure can. <laughs>
0: Well, please, <laughs> go the, what Ryan did. My God, we were, Oh boy. Uh, Joseph was ready to hang himself. He said, <laughs> but, uh, guys, uh, I have the privilege and honor of welcoming back the therapy twins. They are former therapists now turned comedian influencers, and they are the authors of the most funniest self-help book you'll ever read. Um, I read it, Joan and Jane. It's funny. It's hilarious. Uh, it, it got me cracking up, really. Um, some of the stuff that you say in the book, I mean, you said on my show earlier, uh, during the first part we've had you on, uh, I had to bring you back on because you got into some humorous stuff that, I mean, wow. <laughs> so welcome back to the show, uh, ladies. I, had to, I I made sure I said ladies last time. I said guys, and I was like, oh, God, they're not guys, they're women
4: well it
1: depends maybe they're identifying different these days hey
0: i don't know uh we got Uh signed
1: we lose them again
0: i think we got crickets again it's all right hopefully (laughs) anyways uh joseph i i guess until they get their audio connections correctly over there um uh you know uh you gotta read the book here they got they got a really really funny book um just google search them uh i don't even think there's is there a title to this i'm not really sure i didn't see a title but anyways god now i hear silence on my end joseph are you here
1: i i'm here too i i I not i'm at a loss for words too it's just 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 a uh uh another one of those odd shows (laughs) <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, they weren't like this the first time. They were funny. They were oh god, they were comical. I don't know what's going on. Ladies, are you here on the show, or I don't know? You got to throw that like 1980 cell phone away and g- get in with the
1: technology. <laughs> yeah, we can see that they're still connected, but ladies, we we don't hear a peep from you again. If you're talking, we ain't hearing.
0: All right, so what I'm going to do is, if you can hear me. Um,
1: okay. Oh, now they dropped. Okay, maybe they'll come back in and it'll work. Yeah, maybe,
0: maybe. Like I said, you know, it's technology today. I get it. We have our technology issues on the show sometimes. Joseph is like, where'd he go? Oh, there he is. He's back in the show. All right. But... uh <laughs> But uh, yeah, we got it. Yeah, we're going to get back to video, Joseph. I noticed that you said video. Uh, We're going to be doing video in January. Uh, We have a super great launch for that. Um, I think you're going to be highly impressive. We're just about done with the studio. We're building a a homemade studio here in the comforts of uh, my home. Uh, And it I mean, it's it's going to look really nice, really, really nice. I just ordered a uh, oh, God, like almost a three hundred LED panel. That's a custom panel um, from LED Works. Um, has my logo on it. I, oh God, I, I can't say more than enough. It's gonna, it's gonna look like uh, you know, I'm somewhere like in you know the actual studio of iHeartRadio. Radio. You know, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, obviously,
1: you I Hi. hope it's good that you're letting people know. Uh, and yeah, I I prefer video. I think nowadays a lot of people. Uh, Like Brian was saying, you know, people tune in for an hour audio broadcast, but I really people want video these days. We're, you know, of the video age. Remember when MTV first started, the first video they played was Video Killed the Radio Star, right? I mean, we're very uh, visual people these days, so it will be great when you get back to that. And it's good that people are hearing that, you know, you're investing a lot of money in this, so it's you're not some fly by nighter like some oh. of them out there are.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously, Joseph, you know, he's he can vouch for me on the show. I mean, he sees the graphics, guys. Uh, he sees the differences, uh, the difference makers that we're bringing into the show. I mean, when I had Joseph on, I think we were just like a normal, uh, normal show. Then we were developing, you know, and. You know, we're bringing in graphics. We're bringing in special, like, sound effects here and there into the show. We're having fun with the show. You know, I I, I actually thought about this not too long ago, Joseph, where, you know, like, Mackenzie and I were, were thinking, like, how can we make this show more interesting? You know, so we decided, you know, we'll bring in some sound effects. We'll bring in some special effects. We'll bring in more uh, to, you know... To have the listener listen more, you know, yeah, and with the guests, you know, bringing in different guests from different backgrounds, that's what makes a show as well, too, you know,
1: yeah. Well, I, I want Mackenzie, uh, you need a rim shot, a drum rim shot for what my lame jokes to help land them better, pad.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, Joseph, did you hear the Hopefully the therapy twins can come back. That's a bummer, guys. But anyway, um, did you hear the? I, I did a show with Jimmy the Rant uh, last week. He came back. We did a show on uh, on wrestling. Did you tune into that, Bud?
1: No, no, I skipped it. I didn't hear it.
0: Oh yeah, you you yeah you have some type of thing with Jimmy. Yeah, he said something uh, during that one episode where I don't know why he said that, but you know Jimmy is. Jimmy's Jimmy, man. He's Sometimes he can be, you know, a little bit out there. Sometimes where I even question, like, Jimmy, like, why would you say something like that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that still have issues and questions of 9-11. And, you know, I can understand and respect that. But what I can't respect is when we were doing a show as a tribute to those who died and responders uh, to interject that malarkey on that particular show. If that has its own time and place, and that was not that day's, uh, you know, place.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I can totally agree with you, Joseph. I mean, you know, I, I, I did say, you know, for the listeners that I promoted that show, I was like, you know, this show is going to be a little... Somewhat uh, personal. Uh, I'm sure it's going to reach a lot of different people, but you know, even a show like that, you know, I even questioned Jimmy off off the air. I'm like Jimmy, you know, like, yeah, man, there's some words, man. You just, you know, just,
3: yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: had I had an interview with uh, uh, Roger Landry of the Liberty Beacon. He has a show called Exposing uh, EPI. Exposing uh i forget what the p is but in poisoned information or something about you know misinformation and fake news and stuff and he was interviewing me about the book and he he started going down the uh, the road of false flags and things of that nature and i just kind of stayed quiet but i posted it afterwards i don't get into false flag stuff in my book and the reason that i don't not that i saying they don't occur. They do occur. I mean, we have a false flag here in Michigan. You've probably all heard the fake Whitmer kidnapping plot that was all arranged by the FBI trying to sucker and railroad some people into this fake plot. So false flags are a real thing. I don't get into them in my book, and I don't discuss any issue or potential of 9-11 as a false flag operation, mainly because it would then be the sole focus in a lot of people's minds to the book. So I avoid that. You know, mm. I, I, I respect, you know, 9-11 truthers. Some of them, you know, they have some valid concerns. I understand that. But some of them are just complete nuts. And But I, tr- I avoid that. In my book, other than a brief mention where my character says, you know, the delicate issue of dealing with 9-11 truthers. But again, try to avoid that because then it lands up becoming a sole focus and a major contention of everybody.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, he he said to me, like, you know, like even off the air, <clears throat> he was getting into some things like, you know, like, Mike, where we, we normally focus on that, like conspiracy theories on your show and stuff like that. I was like, yes, I understand we get into that to, to an extent. But man, you're talking about like how a, you're saying that it, it, like a former president, like uh, uh, possibly blew up the, the World Trade Center. I mean, that's crazy, man. Like, you don't say shit like that. Like, come on, man. I, I, I know... I know you and I, we've we mentioned the COVID thing where some of it could have been planned out, you know, but that's, ex- that's different, man. That's different. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, that's not like, you're, you're not, you're doing it for, uh, for profit, right? You're, you're, you're influencing vaccines for profit. Uh, 9-11 is totally different. Totally
1: different. Yeah. You know? I mean, the high were here. We know them. We saw them. You would have to believe that somehow live television was deep faked and manipulated. That planes did not really hit the World Trade Center. That is just nuttiness. We all saw it happening on live TV. Yes.
3: Oh Hello, can you hear us? We I
1: can hear, hear you hear now you. loud oh and my oh my god
3: that took forever thank you baby jesus unbelievable <laughs> oh. <laughs> And that we and that we and that we little donkey. <laughs> uh,
0: it's it's okay. It's okay. So therapy twins here. We got you back on for part two. Uh, did you hear any of the uh, of what we were saying? Obviously, I don't know if you were introduced yeah. to Joseph here. Joseph we is were, a panel. We think
3: we were introduced to Mister. He knows a lot about politics, and we don't. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. So, so tell us, uh, how have you been since the last time we talked to you guys or ladies? You know,
3: excuse me. I'm doing, re- yeah, I'm sorry. No, we've been really good because we um, are in Florida and that hurricane missed us.
0: It missed you? Yeah. It didn't miss we me. Didn't
3: I got power, off. nothing.
0: How the hell did it miss you? I got, I got the whole ass and the front end of it.
3: <laughs> You know, the little tip down there where it didn't get the, it did, the storm kind of went above it, it the, yeah. the tip, the bottom portion of the, the peninsula, Whatever, Jean, uh, it avoided, out. no, it avoided that. And, um, it went a little North. Well, that's
1: are good. You down, you're down around the keys. then?
3: Well, not really. No, no we're down around. I we're, don't know. We're, where we we're are. Close. No, the, oh, the one that lives here. And I'm just the snowbird, the snowbird <laughs> knows, um, we're like ten miles inland from Deerfield Beach.
0: Deerfield Beach, I know where that is. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah you you guys are on the uh, you guys are on the uh, the east coast of Florida. If I have my yes. GPS east, correct, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, about a half hour north of Fort Lauderdale.
0: <laughs> well, I'm in the middle, and I got the whole damn thing of it. I got the front, the back, the side, the other side, and the uh, the freaking feet, and it was really really bad. But anyway, yeah.
1: Yeah, Michael is both figuratively and literally in the middle of everything.
0: Probably. But uh, anyways, uh, we're glad to have you back on. We're glad that the audio is working. Uh, you know, to an extent. All
4: right.
1: Hello? Oh, no. Did we lose him again? I think so. Oh, Just- God.
0: Where are they broadcasting from?
1: Somebody is trying to sabotage this episode.
0: I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm telling you. I don't know. I, I just. I, I hope they're um, uh, therapy yeah. twins. If if you could hear me, uh, the best probably communication you could talk to us on. If the cell phone ain't working, I would strongly suggest a laptop or a tablet. And if they ain't working, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think we should just blame Verizon. It's there. Can you hear me now? Commercials. <laughs> Fuck no, we can't hear you. Fuck
0: man. Anyways, jeez, <laughs> I think this is going to be the most blanded episode we ever done.
3: Do you uh, okay. Hear- it looks oh like hello. Going- okay, we're back. Hey, there you are again. Oh God, we're right. not gonna touch it. It's on the table. We're gonna leave it.
1: Okay. We're gonna. I'll we're be- gonna. Hold I was up. just joking Hold with Michael that we're gonna blame Verizon. Are you with Verizon because oh, they have the no. stupid? Who, who can you, you hear me T- now, Ed?
3: No, it's like, I'm no, we can't. And they are so expensive. Yeah, no, but we're worse. It's T-Mobile. Oh, wow. oh, God. Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: what should we change to? Uh. I don't know joseph, you have any suggestions at this point
1: <laughs> well you know i I have good luck with consumer cellular. I love a t and t because you know their pricing was just ridiculous. Consumer cellular uses all the a t and t equipment, so it's like why am I paying a t and t seventy five bucks for both a landline and a cell phone. When Consumer Cellular, I could get both for $45. I never well, I said, heard Bye-bye. Bye. write that down. I wrote
3: it down. Consumer <laughs> Cellular. Okay, great. Boy, you are a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you got a Target
1: store near you, Consumer Cellular usually uh, works through Target stores. So you could probably find a Target oh. store near you to have them. Uh, switch your sim over to them and it's a lot less expensive and I've never had any problems since I've been with them the last two and a half, three years.
0: I I don't know, Joseph. Maybe you should be the fucking spokesperson of this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Do you see the ads? Who is that? Uh, the guy from Cheers, he's also got that new mayor show. I forget his name. but he's uh, the Spokesperson
0: uh the ted guy right
1: yeah yeah ted dancing that's there
0: yeah 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 he, he's a creeper by the way we 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 don't meet we, we we don't uh we don't mention ted dancing on this show by the way
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh anyways uh you know joseph obviously has a uh, uh, awesome service there in the detroit area so uh <laughs> you know but uh anyway uh are we hearing crickets
1: again? Yeah.
3: <laughs> crickets.
0: Are they, are oh, they there? All...
1: I think. Are, are they still there? Well, it says they're connected, but we can't <laughs> hear you again. So who <laughs> knows what's <laughs> going on there?
0: Joseph, I have to say, they it, it wasn't like this the first time. It, it, I had tremendous service with them last time. <laughs> well, now they're good for, like, what, like two, three minutes, if that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> they get a couple sentences out, and then that's it. <laughs>
0: well, the show is scheduled to uh, 2.45 Eastern. Hopefully we can get a fucking episode of them by then.
1: <laughs> now, hopefully oh. we still have people tuned in. Uh, this, yeah. <laughs> Hello and, well, to anybody still with us.
0: <laughs> yeah we're we're broadcasting off of a 1992 server. Yeah. Sorry folks. <laughs> I'm telling you, I hope it's not like this with uh, uh Joseph. I have a uh, I have a woman uh tuning in uh tomorrow actually uh with me and Sauce. Uh she's going to be on the Savage Brief. Uh she's tuning in oh god, 15 hours ahead of us. So, uh tomorrow's episode, pre-recorded episode uh, will be broadcasted tomorrow here on the East Coast, Tuesday. And she's going to be joining us on Wednesday. S- kind of similar to the other woman I was talking to from uh, from Wales. Uh, she's from Australia. So hopefully we don't have any problems with the woman from Australia. man.
1: Yeah, I've done a couple of interviews with Australia and thankfully had no problems, of course, that's purely anecdotal. It doesn't mean that <laughs> your connection will be fine with them or not. And uh, the way today is going, who knows, huh?
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I mean, uh, Mackenzie, do, do you have anybody that's standby here? Jesus, can we get a standby guest? I mean, <laughs> I'll take a, I'll take a fucking hobo off the street for Christ's sakes. I mean, God. <laughs>
1: Well, it's too bad we're not on video yet, or maybe Mackenzie could come out and do a song and dance tap routine for us.
0: Oh, God, Joseph, this is a woman, for Christ's sakes. Don't say stuff like that. She's not going to dance on the show. Have some class, man.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying pole dancing. I said, you know, a classic tap routine. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Folks, I think I think Joseph is, like, excited or something. Jeez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this show has gone off the rails. My mind is now like all over the place. I I, well, I don't don't know where we're going, what to I say. Know.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, if I, if I still have listeners tuning into today's show, I mean, we are like an hour and twenty eight minutes into the show. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it minutes if it's okay with Joseph here. Hopefully, we can get the therapy twins back, uh, Mackenzie. Um, Obviously says that we had a a guest that also wanted to come on. So we're going to reach out to them, see if they want to come on for like 10 minutes just to shoot something. Hopefully make the show relevant for the next 10 or 15 minutes because (laughs) the, the, the service level we're getting from uh, the therapy twins is not great, but
1: yeah.
0: And folks need
1: need a new, new set of therapists. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, and these are these are well-known comedians too, folks. I mean, uh, you know, you can look them up. They've been on several, several shows, uh, different podcasts. Uh, they have a book out. Um, they are former therapists, but they just keep that title, Joseph, just because they're using it as a as a as a comedian act.
1: You yeah, know, it's fun. It's funny. I did listen to the other show that you had them on. And uh, if if you've not heard them before, which I hadn't until you had them on, uh, people should go check out that show. Don't let today be an indicator. Uh, yeah. Obviously, they're comedians, they're not IT people. They're not, not yeah. good with the technical aspects.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got uh, one second, Joseph. Uh, I'll get a uh, if you don't mind, man, if you got anything to talk about, man, you could talk about something r- real quick. Uh, Mackenzie's got to talk to me, something real, real quick off the air. Okay. Or to mute. So if you okay. want to carry that for like two minutes, man, that's great.
1: Okay. Well, I guess I'll just go back to the weather, and I mean, we're getting close to Halloween, hopefully. Uh, unfortunately, of course, I bought candy two and a half weeks ago on sale, and of course, eight. Every bit of the candy that I bought two and a half weeks ago. So I bought some more just the other day. Hopefully you guys out there and uh, the audience are getting ready for the kiddies to come by in costume. It's about the only thing I like about this time of the year. I was on uh, radio just the other day where we were talking uh-huh. about autumn. I was and about show was dedicated to autumn. And I say the only thing I like about Autumn is indeed Halloween and that hockey season starts. And thankfully, we've got another guest now.
0: Yeah. So uh, w- before I uh, bring on the preacher man here, um, yeah, thank you for the weather update, Joseph. Thank you. I had to go off the, uh, the mic here for a minute to talk to producer McKenzie. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully we can keep the show relevant for the next 15 minutes. Thank you, Preacher, man. I know it was last minute, but uh, we had a guest on. They were having some audio issues, and I, I just didn't want to uh, continue the show without, you know, some, some type of relevancy here on the show, man. Terrible, terrible, this guest. But how you doing, buddy? How's do- it going?
4: Man? I'm doing great. In yourself?
0: Oh, I could do be I could be doing better. Uh Joseph here could be doing better as well. But uh, you know, we just oh man, we've had some guests on the show, Brian, that was a complete bland. We we were like, oh boy, <laughs> is it over yet? <laughs> One of those shows, man. But uh how's everything going in your neck of the woods there in uh, North Carolina, pal?
4: It's going great. It's uh sunny outside, so can't really complain. And um just happy to be here and on the show again. Yeah, you yeah, know. Well-
1: October, October, the weather is
4: really nice here in Michigan today, too, Dave. Oh, wow. Normally, that's what you, you guys normally get snow around this time, or uh We, what, what, we what can.
1: Yeah, we can have snow at this time of the year, but we do usually have, uh, you know, what they call a, uh, 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 what the hell do we call it, a, a late summer surge, you know, like a, a, a fall I forget what the hell they technically call that, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, where there is a bit of a warm up even during in the fall.
4: Oh and, yeah, uh, no.
1: we got a bit of that today. Oh wow!
4: Wow!
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, um, kind of so, what is that? Uh, are you getting a phone
1: call? Uh, Jim? Yeah, I got another damn call coming through. I, like I said before, I the ringer on my phone won't turn down. So I can't turn it down. I just have to put a towel over it. And
0: <laughs> I hear you. Uh, by the way, uh, Joseph, uh, we, we brought, um, we brought David on, uh, he's, he has a podcast, uh, himself too. So we got another podcast, uh, post on the show. Uh, we had, a we had Brian on the show earlier, uh, about an hour ago, hour and a half ago. Uh, and, uh, David has a podcast as well, too, called Frasier Chronicles, which I had him on the first time. I
1: was on that that show with you. Yeah, I remember David.
0: Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. And then we're going to be, what the hell is going on over there,
1: Joseph? Are you getting murdered or something? (laughs) That wasn't me. That must have been from David then. That sounded like clanging pots and pans.
0: But uh, but yeah, we're gonna be uh, I'm gonna be on his show uh, coming up here on the uh, the 22nd, right? Did I say that right?
4: Yes, the 22nd. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, 22nd. Yeah, we're gonna be uh, should be a really really good show. Um, he's got a, He's got a good show. He's he always has. Uh, I caught your last two shows, by the way, David. Um, you had a really good uh, guest not too long ago, uh, probably about a month ago. Yes, uh, I think that was like your last two current uh, guests that you had, gentlemen that you. You kind of touched a topic yeah. um, that's very sensitive, you know, with the black on black crime. Yes. And um, I, uh, I actually found that episode very, very interesting uh, because that's a subject that does not get talked about a lot on uh, mainstream media, buddy.
1: Amen. Amen. Right. I feel like the deep state is going to probably try to cut into this conversation now because you're right. That is something the left. Does not ever want discussed when you deal with facts and data, and you know the horrors of that happening. And what can we do, David, to stop this slaughter that's going
4: on? Well, when I look at it, um, this is just my opinion. I think that first of all, we got to understand one another and st- understand each other. Um, when we understand each other, we can we can open our mind up to. Other people's opinions and other people's thoughts. When we go in with a go into those things that kind of they, they really hinder us, if it makes sense. Um, because going in with a closed mind, not really understanding a person, um, you know, you kind of you kind of go in there saying, "I'm not going to listen to what they're saying because I already have my opinions. I have my own thoughts." I think us getting to know one another and us really understanding each other um, makes the difference in, in in the whole thing. So if we come together, really get to uh, open our minds up, understand that there are going to be people that are different than us, understand that there are going to be people who uh, believe different than us, talk different than us, look different than what we look. We still have to open up our minds and accept them for who they are more so than, you know, looking at them and saying, you know what? Because they don't look like me, I can't accept them. Because they don't look like me, I can't listen to them. Because they don't look like me, uh, I can't do certain things with them. So I think if we go that route of just opening up and accepting people for who they are, we can really move it to a better direction than what we already are in right now.
1: Yeah, and it's certainly not just a Black issue. I mean, the issue of gang violence uh, yeah. is a white black hispanic every shade in between issue and a lot of it seems to be fatherless families and yes. gangs taking the place of one of the parental units giving them a sense of belonging that they're missing
4: right yes um and i'd I like to expound on that right there um and, and that's the thing. When a, when a kid grows up with in a father's home, and I want to talk about a father's home, um, even though I grew up with both of my parents, some of the things that I've seen when people are growing up in a, in a home where they don't have a father, their mother, and, and and I'm not trying to say women can't raise a man, but, the, and, but I'm going to say it. They can't. Because there are certain things that a father gives to a son that a mother can't. And when you are missing that, you're looking for that in different places and that's how a lot of people become um familiar with gangs they're joining gangs they're joining thing organizations that um that harm them more than do good to them because they're trying to fill a void and when they go to these uh, organizations and they join these organizations they're thinking in their mind that oh i'm getting the love and affection that my dad would give me not understanding that those organizations don't give them that these organizations give them the total opposite because they found somebody who's vulnerable. That's what they pray off, the vulnerability of that individual. So when you mm-hmm. have that going on, you get a messy uh, situation, and it just gets messier and messier after uh, as the situation moves on. Amen, pray man. And the converse is true.
1: You need a father and a mother, a male and a female, not just a father figure and a mother figure. You need both yeah. genders, a real mother and father parent, to give you the balance. Because, uh, you know, the left likes to talk about toxic masculinity, where if a mother is absent through whatever, death perhaps early on in the child's life, and the father doesn't remarry you can get indeed some of that toxic masculinity as much as I hate that word. I mean, just look at the people, the prisons full of angry men. Yeah. I,
0: you know, I just, uh, I just had a conversation um, not too long ago, uh, guys, uh, with somebody about this issue. And there was a, there was part of that conversation that was brought up was, you know, like, why are we, you know, seeing so much, you know, crime, You know, and I hate to put the race card in it, but, you know, you usually see a lot of, you know, a lot of crime in black communities, Uh, not so much white communities. You know, there are crime in white communities, but you see a lot of it in the black communities. And the reason behind that is, uh, and I don't know, you know, I mean, this could be true or this could be false, but uh, this is coming from a personal, you know, viewpoint for myself. I see a lot less of the father, you know, in that role, you know, in the black community, in that black household, rather than it, rather than well, that, you know, that is why
1: it is disproportionate. And yeah, you know, I, I get pissed off with, uh, you know, again, uh, the left saying, again, the statistics blacks disproportionately in prison or blacks disproportionately committing crimes. Well, they refuse but, to get to the root cause, like we're discussing yeah. here, right, David? But, the yeah. lack of the father. Yeah,
0: but so- but here, hold hold on, hold on, uh, David. But but that is that. You know, like why 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 are we seeing? You know, uh, listen, guys. You know, again, it, it shouldn't be a race card. It shouldn't be you know the race being projected into this. But like, why is it always projected that way? Where. The black community is always looked as the criminals and th- there are more blacks and, and, and prisons rather than whites and this and that. Like, why is it like that? Is it because, you know, of that fatherless uh, environment or
1: is it, yeah, is I, it
0: something entirely different?
1: Mainly because of that. And if you listen to Candace Owens or even Kanye West, love them both. I was never a big fan of Kanye as far as his music went before, but I'm certainly more of a fan of him now that he speaks out. That's the leftist mentality, as Candace Owens calls it. It's the new Democrat plantation. They are still racist. They are destroying the black family, trying to make government the daddy in the black community. And it's destructive. Not just to blacks, but to whites or Asians or Hispanics, anybody anywhere where there is not the two-parent family structure, it's destructive.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have David on, you know, and uh, David, you represent, you know, uh, you know, that that community very well. Like, why do you think it is like that, sir? Like, what, why do you? Where's the disconnect? You know, because there's a huge disconnect.
4: So so when we so when we look back through the history line, I'm going to go back far to the slave fields. And if I can go far yeah, back to that slave field to get first off, let people understand that um, when 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 women in the black, the black man, the black woman were together in the slave fields, they only were there to produce another workhorse, if it makes sense. Um, when they were in the slave field, that's what happened. So when you move to the 21st century, you still have those same ties that were in the slave field happening now. The man leaves a woman, right? And in the black community, that is is big like that. A black man will leave a woman to raise these kids on her own. That came from the slave fields. Not only that, we have a guy named Willie Lynch. I don't know if you guys read the Willie Lynch letter, but I would, I would like for you to eventually look out and read that. The Willie Lynch letter really uh, signifies how to control the woman. You put them against each other. And that's what we're having now in the 21st century is you're having black men against black women. And that's been happening for so long that you, you, you would never get these two people on the same uh, playing field As long as they continuously keep the past a part of the present. You have to move past the past and create a new present. And that's when you'll get, okay, the two people on one accord. Now we can put the woman into the house. Now we can, or the man into the house with the woman. Now we have family. In the slave fields, they broke the family. They took the man out of the picture. He was only good enough to make another workhorse. And now we're trying to continuously change the narrative in the black community. But again, once we start making progress, we take 20 steps back because here's a new law that's been in place. So here is a new governor or a new president or whoever comes in and makes this thing go back into a discombobulated um, environment. And that's where we get that disconnect. That's where we are at right now here in the 21st century. You know, I um, agree
1: with you a hundred percent, David. That's where Candace Owens talks about the new Democrat plantation. They're still the racists and they still want to keep that slave mindset like you laid out.
4: Yes, exactly. And that's for
1: for issues of power and control over you.
4: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, Yeah. And I think that's why Candace Owens is getting attacked so much. I mean, you know, uh, Oh God, Reverend Sharpton, right? Uh, Al Sharpton, not too long ago. What was that about? A few years ago, if I think I have it correct, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. He was like, "Oh, you should you should be ashamed of yourself. You you should be ashamed of your own race. You know, you, you you're a betrayal of your own race." And this is why she's a betrayal of her own race because she's speaking the truth. Or is it is it because you don't like the truth? I think that's what the left is fearing. You know, you you see this 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 divide you know, in the black community, when you have a conservative black woman, a very educated black woman by the name of Candace Owens and others that are now speaking up and they are seeing what has, you know, Candace Owens just pointed out the corruption, uh, coming out of the black lives matter movement in the last three years, uh, which actually, uh, there are lawsuits literally, uh, piling up right now i i think there was a a celebrity uh not too long ago that now wants her money back uh after donating three hundred thousand dollars to the cause you know which i mean to be honest with you folks i mean were they really for the black community no it was just another publicity thing another publicity uh stunt where they actually nothing was for the black uh lives it it was all for media
4: props
1: yeah yeah and uh, Candace Owens is kind of a modern-day Frederick Douglass. He was a leftist. Frederick Douglass also was a leftist and spewed those, and uh, you know, uh, I forget the name of his famous piece. The left loves the quote about uh, uh, American slaves, but he later educated himself, just like Candace did, and realized. No, we weren't really racist foundings. The the Constitution at one point actually had a clause, or still does, it's in there, where uh, uh, slavery would be ended, I think it was the year 1808, there was a historian on just the other day on another show discussing it. Our founders made a compromise. Frederick Douglass learned the Constitution was really an abolitionist document. And we don't teach history, so kids don't know that. But the Three-Fifths Clause wasn't meant to help the slave owners. It was meant to limit the slave owners' property because they wanted every slave counted in the, for the purpose of the census. For Democrats to have power and control, whereas abolitionists limited blacks to three-fifths, not because abolitionists thought blacks were less than human, but to limit the slaveholders' uh, power in Congress. Knowing we as a nation we're going to abolish slavery at some point in the future and uphold our founding principles of all men created equal.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I you you labeled it at very, very accurately, uh Joseph. Um oh boy, uh uh, david uh, uh, I was gonna say man you 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 may you may want to record this even on your end man you can make it into a bonus episode I can mean, turn it into some really really good content but oh yeah, uh, yeah. but well, uh,
1: we, you know uh, we started off with supposedly going to have two comedians and now we're into some real deep shit.
4: Oh yeah. Well, you know,
1: the,
0: the, the, the deep shit right now, Joseph is making up for the, uh, the crap that we had to endure for like the first hour and 20 minutes with, uh, with blind. We, we, David, you had to hear this guy. Uh, he, he's, he's supposedly in listen guys. I, I don't, I'm not an ass, you know, I'm, I'm not a jerk. You know, I, I'm, I just stated it as it is, uh, where we, we thought we were going to get something really, really good from this guy. I, I read his profile and everything. And, you know, he, he does have a show called, uh, you know, uh, how cool is this podcast he's based out of new york city which left me and joseph and crickets i mean we were literally in crickets the whole damn show and along with the therapy twins too uh we're supposed to have therapy twins on here joan and jane but apparently they're having some audio issues in uh, south florida so uh i thank you for coming on last minute buddy i i really do um you know I' when I had you on the first time, I, I, I seen something really special in you and I, and I, I really wish the best for your podcast and I really uh, am excited to come on uh, in the middle of this month with you. Can't wait to see what we're going to be talking about. but uh, hopefully what we're talking about now, I, I, I didn't you know blow some material you know out of your show if, if that's where you were going. So if, if you were going that ro- route, I, I'm very, very sorry. <laughs>
4: Oh no. You're, no, you're fine. I have something way different for us to talk about.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, go you know, keep me in the keep me in the glue with it, you know, so yes. I can feel surprised because, you know, that's that's what makes a show, you know. Uh I've learned that a long time ago. Never tell your uh your guests or, you know, even some of your personalities that you have on the show what it's about because you want that surprise, you know. So
4: Oh yeah.
0: Definitely looking well, I, forward to
4: it. I'm
1: Just, glad uh, we we went down the road we did because again, you know, most listeners by now know I'm from the Detroit area. So, I mean, we obviously have very black areas. We have very lily white areas and we have a lot of other areas that are very well diversely diversified, racially mixed. And I, you know, I have friends of all shapes, sizes, colors and everything. So this topic, is very important to me in fact i have a good friend named phil stargill who has a ram radio show saturday mornings called the abolitionist roundtable about abolitionism of the slavery age and then today's abolitionism of trying to stop the black genocide of the plant slaughterhood clinics because Black babies are way more disproportionately murdered in the womb than whites. And his co-host is Bruce Flurry, who wrote the book The Negro Project, all about Margaret Sanger and her plan to exterminate
4: blacks.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's sad what's going on. It really is, you know. Oh, yeah. It's it's really sad because, um, you know, for years and decades, you know, that, that race card has been very well, uh, preserved in this nation. And it shouldn't be that way. You know, um, you know, blacks are just as much educated as, as whites, you know, and it shouldn't be like, oh, well, whites are so many more, uh, so much more educated than blacks. No, it's, it's not that I, you know, how many, I have black friends folks that are very, very educated that they, they have a very high IQ and some of them are very, very well, uh, six, uh successful. And uh, yeah, I can tell you right now, I don't know why that label has to come out constantly. And yeah, it, it just got, it, it baffles
1: me. You've got good and bad in every race. You've got uh, uh, stupid and smart in every race. I mean, if we're talking statistically, Asians are at the top of the pool, right, as far as uh, educational statistics go. Uh, they're not any genetically more superior than anybody else. It's just they, uh, they uh, have education uh, ingrained in them to be a far more serious subject, unfortunately, than a lot of us around the bigger cities do, white and black in America. And it's sad.
0: Well, according to Andrew Yang, uh, Joseph, that's not the case, right? I, I noticed he said something about Asians like about a year and a half, two years ago uh, when Trump was in office that Asians are not very intelligent. But I, I don't know. Maybe that was like a like a gaffe or something that he wasn't really supposed to say. So, yeah. I
1: mean, I Education is becoming more and more of an issue, and we've discussed it on another show. Tudor Dixon is running for governor here, and education is a big part of the reason why she's gaining in the polls against Richard Whitler, as we call her, who, you know, is more into wokeism in the schools. Like I've said over and over, we used to have the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. And I'll throw history in there, too, because there's an R. Today, the left only wants to peddle radicalism, raunch, and racism through CRT, and it's got to stop. we got to get back to the basics, uh, or China is going to eat our lunch.
0: Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, You know, David here, we're going to close it off here. Um, I thank you for joining last minute. Um, I know Mackenzie shot you that invite last minute. Uh, So thank you for uh, for attending today's uh, show. Uh, Any final thoughts, sir, before we depart?
4: Uh, The final thoughts um, that I would like to give is I just hope that many people today, especially after listening to this show and more of your shows um, will come come to the table with an open mind. Just think about how does this affect not only me, but the future generation, how does this affect Others. Um, I think a lot of times we sometimes become selfish and we think more about ourselves. If I'm benefiting from this, I don't care about no one else. But if it's going to affect me now, all of a sudden I'm caring about everybody else because I'm more afraid of how does this affect me? And I'll just say this um, in the closing um, on my end is um, hopefully a lot of people will learn and, and continuously learn. Because learning is what keeps us grounded. Every day, if we learn something new, that's that's a plus. If we never learn anything else, and we keep everything that we already learned, we're 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 going to always fall behind the eight ball. So I'm just hoping that everybody just goes out here and learns and keep an open mind. Ah,
0: oh, you said it very well, uh, guys. Uh, you just heard uh, 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 David Frazier. Uh, he's got a podcast called Fraser Chronicles. Uh, known as The Preacher Man, a podcast host, a pastor, and a motivational speaker. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Mr. David Preacher. Uh, where's my words at? David Frazier. Sorry about that. Uh, I've been up since early this morning, since four, so bear with me, buddy. Yes,
4: <laughs> thank sir, you very yes, much. I'm here with uh, you. Yes,
0: sir. Yeah, yeah, thank you for tuning in, bud. And uh, I'll see you on your show uh, October 22nd, guys. Uh, I'm going to be on his show, Fraser Chronicles with David Frazier, known as the preacher, man. Thanks very much, buddy, for tuning in to Savage Unfiltered. And uh, you have a great day, okay? Yes, sir.
4: You do the same. Thank you again for allowing me to come on. Yeah, All right, thank buddy. you
1: for stopping by, David, and salvaging the remnants of what was a very, very off-the-rails show before you came on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having
0: me. <laughs> All right, buddy. Take it easy. You too. All right, Joseph. Uh, you know, I... Uh, so what'd you think of uh, what'd you think of uh, the preacher man? Uh, you said you were on his you, Joseph. I, I gotta remind you, you weren't on that show, buddy.
1: I was. Oh, I, I'm thinking I was because I listened to it. I, yeah. I weren't remembering things he said, but yeah, no, I, 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 I guess I wasn't. But I yeah.
0: did listen to it <laughs> uh, I I, want to I want to apologize to the To the listeners here before we depart guys uh, My wording is is here and there guys You got to remember I've been up since 4am So I, I'm surprised I'm still carrying This show with Joseph here an hour almost Two hours into the show yeah. uh, Joseph, I, I do want to thank you buddy uh, You're a good friend of mine for showing the Commitment once again for a two hour show Man I, I it's going to be it's going to be an Interesting show don't 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 you worry Well I think we just uh, made the show 10 times better than it was.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think the reason why I was confused was because I think I spoke to you about that episode uh, the time I was on with you after that. And I was joking about uh, with his last name, Frazier, being a spin off of the Kelsey Grammer Frazier show.
0: Uh, oh, man. I just, yeah. I just reminded you, Joseph. I'm sure you probably that? wanted to say that. Yeah, I'm sure you wanted to say that to him just now. It's I think you forgot to say that, but it's all right.
1: But yeah, I said that to you in another episode, and that's what confused me, thinking I was on with him. But we discussed him on another episode. That's what. it Yeah, was, so.
0: yeah, he's he's a good podcast host. I, I I'm I'm so excited to be on a show. Like again, you know, it's October 22nd. Um, you know i uh, I had so much fun having him on the first time. And uh, I'm glad he, he, he came on last minute because I know he's busy. You know, he's uh, he's a pastor. He's a podcast host. He's a motivational speaker. Uh, and he does so much greatness there for his community there in uh, North Carolina. He, I forgot where the hell he lived.
3: I think he lives somewhere.
0: <laughs> I know it's North Carolina, but I know it's not too far from Charlotte. So,
1: Yeah, hopefully you can have. Hopefully the therapy twins will figure out the issues they were having and you can have them back some other time again. Because like I said, oh. I did listen to the time that you had them on and it weren't the audio issues and it was a great show.
0: Yeah, they're 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 usually, they, they were funny the first time around and like we didn't have audio issues with them the first time, but I'm not really sure. I know they live in South Florida. It's not too far from Hollywood. Uh, Deerfield, Deerfield Beach is... Oh, that's a good trip for me. I'm in Orlando, so it's what about maybe three and a half, four hours just about. I know it's not too far from Hollywood and Fort Lauderdale. It's like right between there. So but uh I don't know. hopefully uh, hopefully the audio down there in South Florida can get their acts together, right? but
1: <laughs> yeah, and ho- hopefully we had people hang in with us to the end yeah. where you're right. we we got quality show. But you kind of had to wade through a pile of manure to get to it.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, you know, with the committee and the first community and Brian uh, Reitz, Retz, I think that's how you say his last name. Um, uh, you know, you know, I could, see, you know, he's he's young, you know, he sounds like a young man just getting into it, you know. So I wish him the the best. And then the Joan and Jane, the therapy twins, uh, they just actually hold that thought. What's that? Mean? Oh, we just got a notation from them. They're going to try again on the 17th. God willing, we can get them hopefully on the 17th. Which
1: is, okay. Yeah, but it's as far as Brian goes, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to give him a hard time. Like, you know, he's just working and learning his craft it takes time. It's like you had said when, you know, you first started, there's always a learning curve on anything. And, you know, I, I wish him luck as a comedian. Uh, I, 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 kind of was hoping he'd interject a little bit of humor here and there, but uh, we, we didn't get it this time, but maybe yeah. next time.
0: <laughs> well, we also, we, we also reached out here cause I got to close it out here uh, with you soon, Joseph, but we also reached out to, um, uh, uh collective coal. There we go. Uh remember Collective Cole that was on the show here. Um yes. you yeah. liked her. Yeah, you said you 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 were like, oh, I like her. We got to get her back on.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: She she's gonna be back on soon. Her I know her schedule is kind of busy, you know. She's going through, you know, some type of med school type of thing. So but uh, you know, it's uh, you know, we're gonna try to get her back on. I know, like I said, I have the Australian coming on, this Australian. Uh, woman coming on tomorrow and being tossed, and that damn phone of Joseph's, but it's okay.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna drop off because my fucking phone is ringing again.
0: It's all right, Joseph. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you get that phone call, guys. Uh, remember, hit that like and follow button on all major podcast platforms, and uh, we will see you tomorrow on Savage Brief with myself. Take care, and
1: brother. God bless.
0: All right, Joseph. Take it easy, buddy.
4: the space coast of Florida to Motor City, Detroit, this is the
0: Savage Unfiltered Podcast with Michael and Joseph and Anchor FM broadcast on
3: iHeartRadio.